Dolomite, it's real bad out there.
nothing in my trunk, man. Open up the trunk. Our next roaster used to be on Saturday Night Live. Now he just watches it. Well, up until last week when a hooker stole his TV. Please welcome the incoherent Norm McDonald. So I want to start with John Stamos, our esteemed uh, roast master. John, well, John has a reputation for being a bit of a swinger. Did you know instead of an umbilical cord, John was born with a bungee cord? <laughs> and Cloris Leachman is here. Cloris? Cloris, if people say you're over the hill, don't believe them. Why, you'll never be over the hill, not in the car you drive. <laughs> Greg Giraldo is here. He has the grace of a swan, the wisdom of an owl, and the eye of an eagle. Ladies and gentlemen, this man is for the birds. Susie Essman, of course, is famous for being a vegetarian. Hey, she may be a vegetarian, but she's still full of baloney in my book. I... Gilbert Godfrey, one of my best friends. I love Gilbert. When you go to the men's room later, you'll see a sign that says, Gentlemen, pay no heed, go right in. There's no room that says scoundrel on it. But now we come to Bob Sagan. That's why we're all here. Bob? Bob, you have a lot of well-wishers here tonight, and a lot of them would like to throw you down one. A well. They want to murder you in a well. Seems a little harsh, but... Apparently, they want to murder you in a well, it says here on this card. Now, but Bob has a beautiful face, like a flower. Yeah, a cauliflower. No offense, but your face looks like a cauliflower. As you can see, he has wavy hair. It's waving goodbye on account he's going bald. No, I think that, uh, that Bob should join the Ku Klux Klan. And that's not because he's racist. He's not racist. It's just that he'd look a lot better with a hood over his head on account of his face. <laughs> now, I heard you have hair on your chest, Bob, and, uh, well, let me tell you something. That isn't your only resemblance to Rin Tin Tin. <laughs> your fucking dog face. <laughs> How can you not get that? <laughs> 
No, there are times when Bob has something on his mind when he wears a hat. <laughs> With no thoughts at all, just a hat. And Bob is not very worldly. He thinks the English Channel is a British TV station and not a body of water separating England and France. And Bob isn't the biggest sports fan. I don't think I'm telling any uh, tales out of school. I took, him to a, I took him to a ball game, and he came toting a double-barreled shotgun. You remember that? I said, what the H is that for? Bob said, I heard the Lions were playing the Tigers. You remember that? Yeah. No, he's a good guy. He's a good guy. He's never bought Christmas seals. He told me he wouldn't know what to feed them. <laughs> this concludes the joke. In all seriousness, Bob was the first comedian that I ever saw perform uh, when I was a boy, live, and uh, I loved him. Uh, but one thing that bonds us as comedians is we're bitter and jealous and, and we hate everyone else that has any success. But Bob, honestly, has never had an unkind word for anybody. And uh, I love him, and I hope uh, everybody else does. So uh, I just want to say that. Thank you. It's a good, you know. That confinement loaf is real good stuff. Hey, are you on a track? <laughs> they got lies so big, they don't make a noise. They tell them so well, like a secret disease that makes you go numb. With a big old eye and a flag and a pie and a mom and a Bible Most folks are just liable to buy any line Any place, any time Well, I guess who you at is on Twitter Tom Friedley for Radio Zeitgeist You are stopped for the art of critical thought In an age of too much, so much information uh, Good news is, got the um, uh, sponsorship thing unlocked on Anchor and Spotify. Once I gather everything I need, because I'm spread out when <laughs> I do that. So, welcome to Radio Zeitgeist. Today, our partner Jim Kunzler has already posted about an uh, hour and a half ago for the time zones. Jim's genius and my cold read this morning, Clusterfuck Nation. Be sure and hit his Patreon page. Mine as well. Jim titles it, I read it, and then everything happens at once. You'll see this all on the site uh, in the show when I send it out. It's got your president and his wife biking with their little helmets. Joe and Dr. Jill Biden having a nice, relaxing weekend at the beach. Jim begins this morning here on the Clusterfuck Nation podcast. This is a very nervous country, and for a good reason. The collective sense of reality has commenced a momentous shift. The compass is spinning wildly. Things are shaking loose in the national brain pan. The gaslight has lost its sheen. And this one solid narrative, in italics, narrative is turning to vapor. 
starting with the unspooling riddles of COVID-19. Jim goes on, the numbers don't add up, starting with the fact that when you combine the official registered COVID cases, people with acquired natural immunity, with the people who already had some kind of immunity from previous lifelong coronavirus encounters, with the number of people vaccinated, you have a population supposedly way beyond herd immunity, in italics. Who's getting sick now? Mostly people who are all vaxxed up, Jim writes. Contrary to the behavior and statements of public health officials and politicians, the news is out that the spike proteins produced by the vax mRNA genetic reprogramming are toxic agents that create disorder in the major organs and blood vessels. The news is also out, despite strenuous suppression, that early treatment of COVID-19 with a kit of cheap drugs defeats the disease. Let me say that again. The news is also out, despite strenuous suppression, by Tom Hans, a national security state, death to it, that early treatments of COVID-19 with a kit of cheap drugs defeats the disease. People must conclude that there is a malevolent purpose behind the suppression of early treatment. People must conclude, Jim writes, that there is a malevolent purpose behind the suppression of early treatment. They may also conclude that the vaxes are poison. They may also conclude that vaxes are poison, our New York partner writes. Mandating the vaxes was an easily predicted tactical blunder. Did Joe Biden and company not realize that threatening the livelihoods of 100 million people might generate a whole lot of anger and resentment? It certainly has in, in Tom Friedley here. Howard Stern, you're about to be pushed aside with it. Especially since those people have good reasons to believe that vax is harmful to them. Last week, the FDA advisory panel ruled against distributing the mRNA booster shots among the general population over age 16, with exceptions for the vaguely defined high-risk individuals over 65. In spite of that, COVID czar Dr. Anthony Fauci, oh God, would somebody please, no, I won't say it. COVID czar Dr. Anthony Fauci keeps pushing for boosters. On Sunday, he told NBC's Jake Tapper, quote, we're waiting for data on natural immunity. We know that if you have natural immunity and also get the shot, immunity dramatically increases. Oh, really, Jim writes? Even though it's known for sure, i.e. established in science, that natural immunity is way more potent, comprehensive, and permanent than anything the vaccine pretends to offer, while it is becoming clear that the vaxes disable people's immune system, hence the impressive number of the vax getting sick. Is Dr. Fauci desperate or just plain crazy, Jim writes? The question may be moot, because it looks like he's out of running room on his whole crusade, COVID-19, vaxes, authoritative bullshit and all. The story has fallen apart. It looks an awful lot like the government is trying to harm people health-wise while it destroys jobs and small businesses, certainly trying to get me, and ruins households financially, that too. And that counter-story is spreading faster now than COVID-19. Again, it's my show. I'll read it again. The story has fallen apart. It looks an awful lot like the government is trying to harm people health-wise while it destroys jobs and small business and ruins households financially. And that counter-story is spreading faster now than COVID-19. It's fair to ask, Jim continues, whether all that has destroyed the legitimacy of the people in charge, and ask for Tom here, 
but that is only one of several issues converging to detonate the people's faith in their own government. It appears that the first results of the Arizona 2020 election will finally come out this week. Yay, Jim Ad Tom adds. Word is the results are not just eye-opening, but devastating. They will show appalling mischief in the balloting that in indicates Joe Biden's victory was concocted nefariously. Bad optics a little bit when Joe Biden's government already has its heel on the neck of a hundred million people to get a dangerous vax or lose their jobs and incomes. The crisis on the U.S.-Mexican border has suddenly gotten so bad that even the mainstream media had to report on it. The shanty towns of Haitians and other foreign nationals moiling under the freeway bridge at Del Rio, Texas, grows by thousands each day, to around 15,000 as of Sunday. Joe Biden's owns the open border, and everybody knows it, and the actual citizens of the USA are getting alarmed and sore about it. On Sunday night, the White House announced plans to fly at least 10,000 of the Haitians to Haiti, despite the fact that most of them had been living in Brazil, Chile, and other nations before entering the USA. Haiti, of course, is the poorest country in the Western Hemisphere, and only recently suffered a massive earthquake, not to mention the assassination in July of the president of its president. Does this airlift sound like a plan? Maybe check the no box on that. U.S. citizens might have also registered that Joe B. unloaded 37,000 Afghanis in five states since we bailed on that country, August 31, and plans to bring in almost 100,000 by the end of 2022. And he's got a Yahoo News link you can hit here. All this at a time when millions of Americans have lost their businesses, lost their jobs, and are under threat of losing more jobs for not getting vaxxed. And Tom, being one of them, is going to soldier on. Think this is enough to cause a national attitude adjustment? China's financial system has tripped into a liquidity crisis with the insolvency of its colossal Evergrande real estate Ponzi. As I write, Jim continues, U.S. equity markets are down over 1% at the Monday open. Several European markets are down over 2% at their close. Isn't this a great time for a global financial crisis? Maybe you're saying, no, not so much. That'd probably be a good call. Summing up, events you can see, Jim writes, are closing in on all the fraught, mendacious fakery that permeates the world, in the USA especially, in this time of the proposed Great Reset. This is the week that will be the week that was. Try to keep your head together while other heads are exploding around you and see what kind of country we are on Friday. Maybe not quite the same place. Tom Friedley at Radio underscore Tom, the Radio Zeitgeist on Facebook. Hashtag Radio Zeitgeist Global Broadcasting Network. Oh, and of course, hashtag Death to the NASA Security Admin State. Every night this week, we're going to do a segment on treatments for COVID. So you get COVID. What are your options exactly? You should know much more about it than you likely do. All of us should. So earlier this year, a review published in the American Journal of Therapeutics found that an anti-parasitic drug called ivermectin may in fact be a very effective treatment for COVID. After looking at data from randomized controlled trials, researchers concluded that ivermectin led to, quote, large statistically significant reductions in mortality, time to clinical recovery, and time to viral clearance. Other trials and meta-analyses have suggested similar benefits. The problem is, you can't get ivermectin in this country even if a doctor prescribes it. 
Pharmacies like CVS and Walgreens, they're not scary or anything, reportedly are refusing to fill the prescriptions because why? We reached out to both of those companies and neither one denied it. CVS said that their, quote, pharmacists are empowered to use their professional judgment when reviewing a prescription and a prescriber's diagnosis. Walgreens had a similar statement. It was totally cool to give, like, opioids to drug addicts, but ivermectin, we can't have that. CNN doesn't want it. <laughs> Mark McDonald is a physician. He's a clinical psychiatrist. He joins us tonight. Doctor, thanks so much for coming on. Um, before we get into why people are being denied ivermectin, do you think there's hope in ivermectin? Is it potentially an effective therapeutic for COVID? It could be a lifesaver. Uh, this medication, which has been shown to be safe, incredibly safe, and amazingly effective for parasitic infections in children. In fact, it was so effective that the inventor won a Nobel Prize just a few years ago, has in many ways cured this viral pandemic in the countries where it's been instituted uh, more recently or most recently in Uttar Pradesh in India. This drug is safe, it's effective, and it needs to be available widely to all patients in consultation with their doctor. CNN's against it for reasons that really baffle me, but as a result of that, apparently CVS and Walgreens, which really dominate pharmacies in this country, are in some places refusing to prescribe it, we are hearing. Why would that be? Well, this has happened to my patients. It's happened to patients of my colleagues. It's happening all over the country. Pharmacists are getting in between doctors and patients. They're denying life-saving medication, and they are complicit in hospitalizations and deaths from those patients. But as you just asked, the real question is why? Aren't we all supposed to be here to save lives, to improve health outcomes? And yet the only story we're hearing is mass, universal, coerced vaccination. So early treatment, not just with ivermectin, but with all of the therapeutics that have been used in the past year, is amazingly and mysteriously attacked, denied, ignored. Anybody who touches it, it's like touching the third rail. I discussed it a few months ago and they came after me. My Twitter account was suspended. It's still suspended, even after I appealed. But the Twitter courts are apparently not in session now and they haven't responded to my emails in the last three weeks. Perhaps this segment will help unlock it. Uh, other physicians have been similarly attacked. They've had their prescriptions denied. So why is it happening? Why is early, safe, effective treatment not being talked about? I think that's a very, very important question. But you can buy Xanax by the pound, which kills an untold number of Americans every year. Really quick, as a doctor, can you, just between us, can you actually get ivermectin if you really want it? Can you, is it available or is it just totally shut down? It depends on where you go. Chain pharmacies, very, very difficult. Small pharmacies, independence, compounding pharmacies, and a small pharmacy here in Los Angeles where I send my patients have supplies. So you can get it if you look for it, but you often have to make many, many phone calls. Okay, so I'm starting to see a theme here. Big companies that control everything, bad. Small independent com companies that can use independent judgment, good. Um, doctor, I appreciate your coming on. I, I really hope that what you're saying finds a, a wide audience because I think it's interesting at the very least and potentially amazing uh, at the best. Thank you so much. Thank you.
The path that I have chosen now has led me to a wall And with each passing day I feel a little more like something dear was lost It rises now before me A dark and silent barrier between All I am and all that I would ever want to be It's just a travesty Pass beyond is what I seek I fear that I may be too weak And those of you who've seen it through To glimpse the other side The promised land is waiting Like a maiden that is soon to be a bride The moment is a masterpiece The weight of indecisions in the Oh